when you're dead. And so now you've just arrived, kind of at the dead of night, uh, in the port city, as so you've been told, the port city of Seladius. Do you know where I can find some sailors? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think it was illegally sampled from Alfred, so the rest of this season is just going to be a long copyright lawsuit. She kind of, like, looks at you, and she just keeps playing, and she's kind of giving you the stank eye, and uh, you can hear a, a grumble throughout the crowd. I better play louder, then. <laughs> they probably can't hear my horn. Yeah, I think they're grumbling because they can't hear you. <laughs> Don't ever get um, have you seen any drow on drow. this island? Uh, drow like, uh, dark elves, you mean? Yes. And <laughs> he just kind of smiles and chuckles to himself. He's just, uh, yeah, I've seen lots of drow. Well, let me tell you something, guys. Number one, as you may have realized, based on my, uh, inquiries about Prince Turtlebottom, uh, now King Turtlebottom, now deposed King Turtlebottom, uh, time doesn't work the same way on this island. And, uh, what you would call drow are effectively the natives of this island. Um, although, if I remember correctly, drow have a sensitivity to light. Uh, these guys don't. And if I remember correctly, drow have a uh, tendency Coincidentally, about the same time, the set that Alana, the bard slash owner, apparently, uh, has been playing kind of winds down and it comes to a soft end and you see some fishermen like crying and God. crying salt tears and, uh, <laughs> and, and people um, clapping and lifting their mugs and stuff like that. So she, she's definitely well loved. And you guys, as, as you... Uh, heard the last of it, you, you do appreciate that she is a quite uh, formidable bard. Uh, she definitely makes her way towards you. She kind of makes like a V-line V-line straight towards you. A V-line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, she kind of is, in a sassy way, says, you guys knew? She she knows, obviously, that you're new. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. The uh, the salty air has definitely warped this horn. It's, um, you know how it works. And I start banging on the horn, going, <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, it was sharp. <clears throat> she says, uh, yeah, I don't I don't play brass instruments. They're not as uh, nuanced. Oh, well, then would you like uh, to see this baby? And I go and put my Das loot, this legendary loot, on the table. And just kind of run my fingers over it. Like, <laughs> uh, Her eyebrows kind of go up for a half second but she other than that you don't notice that she's impressed and she's like hmm, not bad not yeah, bad it takes a uh, real bard to wield this baby would you like to try playing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how Josiah's campaign ends <laughs> no absolutely not in fact if she makes any motion to it I slap her hand away going oh no careful this thing is jerry-rigged to uh, explode if actually she doesn't reach for it <laughs> okay, right. she says Good. what do you think I'm, uh, I was born yesterday that's the oldest uh, trick in the book <laughs> Oh, you ought to know. And then I go and, uh... <laughs> Can we name this episode, You Got Served? <laughs> um, I say, uh, yeah, so, uh, if you ever want to have a duet later, some uh, duetting sisters, just let me know. I'm she, a lot better on loot than I am on the horn. Are you going to disguise promise. yourself as a woman so you can <laughs> duel her? She, no, she, he's still going to be a chef, and he just got some All right, uh, roll your, um... Just your charisma, as you say that. Whoa, <laughs> One. No, oh no. 
<laughs> Alfred rolled one, and so she just kind of shakes her down. head and 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 like laughs. Uh, she's trying to be polite, and she just kind of shakes her head. But you do see her chuckle, and then she turns away from you and starts talking to anybody else in the party. Would anybody else in the party like to speak to her? Yes. Okay. Thank, thank you for we are. Sorry, we... Thank maybe. you for We Are Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I'm off to a good start. Uh, we, time is messed up, so the order of our words is actually somewhat reversed. We, uh, you know, aren't uh, used to the customs yet. Back at, back, back at home in Scandron, you know, we just kind of... Bards just go up and start playing next to other bards, and it's a, a bard party. And, uh, a bardy. And, um... She says, Scandrone. Huh? Isn't that that false uh, that small farming town <laughs> with Prince Turtlebottom? <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yes, well, we've been told by Scar, good guy, very yeah. handsome. Yes, I know him. Yes, um, uh, you did the guy over there. I, I motion of that one. The, uh, <laughs> yes. The, okay. We, there's only one Scar on this <laughs> okay, island. Okay. That you might be able to help us on our uh, quest that we're on, which is to find a a very specific drow that we've been looking uh, for a very long time. Okay. Her name is Azir's sister. <laughs> Azir's sister. All right. What else do we know about her, gentlemen? <laughs> w- weren't we supposed to meet someone? Let, oh, no. Someone told let us. Let me guess. Yeah. She has ebony skin and white hair. <laughs> you know her? <laughs> uh, Actually, we don't even have that much of a description. How, what's your name, sir? Sherlock Gnomes. Sherlock. And you? And she points to the rest of you. Thaddeus. Thaddeus, 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 Thaddeus of, yeah. of Scandron. Thaddeus Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> You're so creative. <laughs> Granted, I couldn't come up with the last name either. All right, TT, she says. and uh, I'm Duke Argantum. Um, Duke Argantum. <laughs> she says, uh, she's, she just kind of like puts her hand on her hip and just very uh, like, you, sir, Argantum. <laughs> she, <laughs> she says, Honey, why don't you stop while you're ahead? I know Duke Gargantum. You're no Duke Gargantum. Oh. Well, then I guess you'll, you never, you'll never see this great piece of sheet music I just wrote for you. So, oh, well. Okay, she doesn't know how to respond to that and just points to the other person in your party. Talon, son of Robius. At that, uh, roll a perception check. 26. Nine. 26. 19. Close your ear holes. Everybody? Everybody. Oh, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the episode. We're just all sitting here in silence. Okay, with your 26, you notice two things. Okay. When he introduces himself as Talon, son of Robius, she kind of makes this confused look and like almost... Like this very, very subtle double take at him. Mm-hmm. But also, because you're so perceptive, you notice that this barrel near the entrance of the tavern kind of shakes. <laughs> like it like it does a little wobble. Is this the is this uh Boren in here from the past? I don't know. That's that's what you notice. Okay. All, All right, right guys. Where was where was that located? The near, near the entrance okay. of the door. So you guys cross through the tavern okay. to get to the bar, but back where you came from. All right. Uh, so she says, uh, nice to meet you all. Let me tell you a few things about the Misty Isles so you don't get yourselves killed. The natives of the Misty Isle are what you might consider drow in appearance and in skills. But they are not like drow in that they are pretty much like normal people. They're not raised to be evil and murderous. So if you don't want to get into any unnecessary fights, just treat them like normal people. 
Okay. Well, Hopefully, you don't have any of the mainlander prejudices about Drow. Well, luckily, we had a, a a very good Drow friend. I would say probably I didn't know him as well as well as these these fellows, but we had a, a very good Drow friend about a day ago. He got carried away by a dragon. <laughs> oh. We're surprisingly unemotional about <laughs> yeah. it, especially his brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm numb. I can Emotionally see you numb. Uh, take good care of your friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> What happens when a dragon swoops up your... Actually, she says, what color dragon was it? Blue. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, To get here, you probably passed by the... uh, That was Steven. (laughs) (laughs) You probably passed by the Thunder Isle, which is uh, inhabited by blue dragons. Who like to just scoop up drows? Like I said, the drow... Only sexy drows. <laughs> the drow are uh, the natives, quote-unquote natives, of this land, so it wouldn't think twice about scooping up a drow. Can I ask you a question? You you are asking questions, sure. That was a question. That was my question. <laughs> uh, does the name Azir Dohillen <laughs> ring a bell? Uh, no, I'm sorry, it doesn't. But if you are looking for a drow... Because you're not of this land, I have to ask, was your drow evil? No. As far as we know. Define evil. (laughs) We actually uh, saved the world a couple (laughs) months ago. (laughs) We uh, saved the world. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So she says, well, if it's a a non-evil drow, unfortunately, it's just going to blend in. If it were an evil drow... He... Our friend that we are surprisingly unemotional about was a he. I already forced a tear out of damage, okay? I can't do another one. You, you couldn't really get it out, though. It went, it went back up. So she says, uh, so yeah, it's going to be hard unless you know any um, specific characteristics. White hair. <laughs> yeah, like I said. <laughs> unless you know any specific, meaning unusual characteristics or unique characteristics. Wait, about, about Azir or about... I never really paid attention about, to... <laughs> about anyone you're looking for. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to be able to help you find them. If you find a... Dr- uh, um, uh, miss, and then I tap her on the shoulder to try to get her attention. Uh, if you do find a drow who is uh, missing one hand, has like a hook for it, that's probably the one. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, he threw the hook, remember, and, like, killed the guy. Okay. (laughs) She says, okay, that I'll look out for. A drow with one hand missing. Hook hand. Sweet pirate drow, which might be common in this land. So I'm curious. You mentioned that uh, this place, the natives are drow or dark elves, but it doesn't seem like there are many drow in here. Do you guys assimilate with the rest of the crowd, or is there any reason? Uh, She says, well... We, what you're on the island slash city called Saladius, and it's kind of a port city for the rest of the Misty Isles. For whatever reason, the orientation of these islands as they come in and out of existence on the regular plane, which I'm sure you're aware of, no matter where people travel from, moving south, west, east, whatever, they seem to come through the port city of Saladius. We got a Silent Hill thing going on. And so this is the most diverse island that you'll see in the Misty Isles. It has most of the humanoid, non-drow people. Would you like to know about some of the other isles of the Misty Isles? Yes, please. (laughs) She says, okay, well, she takes like a napkin and and a feather-tipped pen and draws you a quick map. And this is what it looks like. <laughs> so I'll describe it for our listeners. Sorry, what's what there? 
Well, this blue, that's America. This blue this part's obviously the land. <laughs> yeah. Nope, I'll point out. So <laughs> you guys are on Saladius. Uh, what this looks like is if you had a circle and then you drew a slash through the circle, so it's kind of like a slanted line through the circle halfway. Like right? a no, like no smoking. Yep, kind of like a no smoking sign, and that slash was water. You have two large halves, which are larger islands, and then through that slash, there's a center island that is a giant crater uh, slash mountain craggy looking thing. And at the very end of that slash, where the water would be cutting through those two halves, uh, at the top, there are very, two very small islands, and at the bottom, there's a large island and a smaller island. So she points out that the smaller island at the bottom is the Thunder Island that you just passed, and the larger island is the port city slash island state of Saladius. Thank you. What's up with that crater? What's up with that crater? <laughs> is it also named the Agro Crag? <laughs> she says the uh, the crater is the uh, Lunar Temple. Do you guys know why these are called the Misty Isles and why they show up uh, monthly with the full moon? No. No. <laughs> she said, so you weren't listening to the song that I just sung? Well, we were trying to, and then this wonderful <laughs> horn came in in the middle. And, <laughs> and she says, touche, good point. And she kind of smiles and winks at you, and she's quite charming. Oh. oh, oh. Uh, Thaddeus. <laughs> Thaddeus Thomas. <laughs> I, I should actually describe Alana. She's roughly five feet tall, so she's kind of short. But um, I pat her on the head. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, she's uh, surprisingly curvy because... As far as you can tell, she's a half-elf. And half-elves are like their elven counterparts are typically very thin and drawn, but she is uncharacteristically curvy for a half-elf. Wait, side question. Side Whenever question. you say half-something, is it always the half? Is it human? Like, if I'm... Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yes. It's very... Clarification. Human-centric. You're actually half-orc, half-lizard. <laughs> yeah, it's so generic. We just never clarified that for the past three seasons. It's so uh, scaly. Keep applying moisturizer and it never works. She's got very curly, like, wa- wavy red hair, almost like a like a Merida type thing from Brave. And uh, she's cheerful, but she's also kind of snarky and sarcastic, especially when you're being a jerk to her. I um, swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Okay, so she says, um, she says, well, I'm done with my set and I, I need to rest up my voice. And she kind of smirks at that, like like it's an inside joke. Um, <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for laughter. You get a one. You just cry. <laughs> <laughs> but she, um, but she says, "Sit down, and I'll, I'll tell you the story of the Misty, Misty Isles." So she explains to you guys that the time, the amount of time that's passed, is unknown because time works differently here, and as was uh, hinted at by the questions about. Scandrone, the farming city and our town uh, with Prince Turtlebottom. And she points out that at one point, or according to legend, the uh, isle was roughly disc-shaped, like a giant circle. There was some catastrophe, and depending on who you ask, uh, the catastrophe was caused by any number of things. But almost uh, certainly it had something to do with the Moon Temple, which was a uh, temple of people dedicated to worshiping the moon goddess is that where the wizard came from <laughs> the wizard came from the moon <laughs> we'll just say yeah catastrophe some catastrophe at the islands there was a huge 
potentially explosion or maybe some people say uh, something fell from the sky, maybe a tear of the moon goddess, who knows? And uh, it created this huge crater and effectively what would otherwise look like a river except that it goes into the ocean and is uh, salt water. Uh, so it's a huge, like I said, if you had that no whatever sign, that slash is actually water. So it's a huge slash through the center of the island um, because the, the island, according to legend, the uh, layout of the island was changed by that event. So the water isn't like coming from the ocean from one side to the other. It's literally coming out of that crater in going. No, no, it's it, it basically lowered the um, elevation of that part of the island. Oh, okay. And and so that like water from the water from the ocean flooded gotcha. in, and then uh, after that tragic event, that's according to legend when the Misty Isles started fading in and out of existence, um, according to the moon cycle. Does anyone know how long in normal people's time that this has been doing this for, or when this happened? She says the last time I was on the mainland, Scandrone was a small farming town with a nearby mine just recently discovered, and. Your king Turtlebottom was a prince of about three years old. How old was he when we killed him? <laughs> and she says, at that time, I was about 20. And she kind of winks at you. And she says, as you can tell, I'm not a day over 20 now. And she winks at you. And it's, it's quite charming. It's quite charismatic. I giggle. <laughs> I can't see. But I can't see. I can't see that it's winking because she has her, her back to me. So I'm going, well, what's what, what's so funny, guys? <laughs> but basically, uh, you probably think she's lowering her age, as some people might do. But she definitely does not look old at she's all. She's 157. <laughs> of course, she is a half elf, yeah, so, so she she's going to look young anyway. Yeah. Those half elves, man. <laughs> that did not help me answer that question at all. Basically, she the last time she was on the mainland, the city that you came from, which you knew Scandron to be a big city, was a very small village. But and she doesn't look a day older. But from was that. she there when this crater happened? Just oh no. Yeah, the last that saying, happened, this- as far as she can tell, many generations before she ever got there. Oh, okay. Before she got... Okay. Many generations in Misty Isle time, so like yeah. a billion years, basically. Yeah. Potentially. Uh, but she does point out that, you know, time doesn't really work here, and people don't... Um, it, they basically... If you decide to stay on the Misty Isles, you should probably... Hmm. If, if you stay on the Misty Isles more than a couple cycles, you're probably going to uh, not see anybody on the mainland that you knew. I got experience with going to, going to different planes of existence with different times. Don't worry. I had to apparently say goodbye to my wife and family back in the brass brass city, city. city of the brass. Brass city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Connecticut humor. And she also points out that um, as long as you stay here, you're effectively, as far as she can tell, immortal. But, oh. And unless, you know, like, you're not going to die of old age. Like People could still <laughs> as, stab you as and you'll As soon die. as she said that, I stabbed back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or rather, a uh, talent stab, that is. <laughs> yeah, again. that's all. So that's, she, she gives you the, the scoop on the Misty Isles. Everybody roll perception checks. She's lying. I'm um, um, 22 for Shirley. 7. 14. 11 for Alfred. Everybody close your ear holes again, except yes. for uh, Sherlock. You're pretty sure that she's not telling you the whole story, but... Okay. Uh, like, which, which, just in general? You, you don't think she's lying at all, but 
you know, it's just like that's the condensed version. That's the Reader's Digest version. Yeah. And and so, you know, if you wanted to catch her on a good day and when she wasn't working, she, you'd probably find out more from her. But everything she told you, she feels like is the quote-unquote truth, like as far as legend goes. Okay. And you're pretty sure that barrel that you saw yeah. next to the door is now on the other side of the door. <laughs> okay. Hey everyone, this is Josiah, your GM for Season 3 of Roll to Hit. I want to thank everyone for sticking with us and let you know that we really appreciate everyone's support and feedback and, and all the feels. If you get value out of our show, then we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. You can follow Rob, a.k.a. Talon, on Instagram by searching for Robbie Stells and keep up with other news and extras by going to rolltohit.audio. And now, back to the show. Uh, guys, I'm going to go take a leak real quick. I'll be right back. Then I walk towards the door. Oh, okay. <clears throat> T- towards the front door? The entrance? Yes. Not towards the bathroom? No. <laughs> After- <laughs> okay. Can I have them close their ear holes again? Yeah. I'm just going to look inside the barrel. <laughs> you look inside the barrel? <laughs> yeah. Like you take the lid off? Oh, like there's like a lid on? Yeah. What is, is it just like, you know, your your stereotypical tavern? Yeah, barrel? you don't know why it's there. It's not like a trash can or anything. It definitely has a lid on it. Can I take the lid? Like, is there enough going on that I could just, you know, take the lid off? Sure, yeah. Conspicuously? Yeah, I mean, you're the only one who noticed this okay. because you're rolling over 20. Yeah. So you take the lid off? Like, like you know, not like, ha-ha! I'm just going to, like, lift it up and look inside and see if yeah. I can see anything. All right, so as soon as you do that, you hear, like, a, well done. And <laughs> and this little note slides out of it, and uh, you take the note. Do you want to, like, lift the lid completely or just take the note? Can I, like, look at the note real quick? Yeah, sure. Okay. So you read the note. The note uh, basically introduces Mycroft. M-Y-C-R-O-F-T. Mycroft. And so he introduces himself and says, we've had our eyes on you, son. Me? Yeah. In, in the letter, he says, well done. We've had our eyes on you. Uh, be on the lookout and use your detective sense, old bean. Clues are always afoot. And then it's signed D-O-V-E-S. Oh, oh. I don't know. Uh, I had to write that down to figure out what it was. But yeah, and it's, it's signed Mycroft. And that doesn't like ring any bell to me or anything? No, not to you. To our listeners, it might, but (laughs) (laughs) no, I'm just uh, teasing. Like, Mycroft is actually Sherlock's brother. Oh, okay. But uh, so what this means is now you have, bum, 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 detective sense. So um, periodically, I will ask you specifically to roll uh, perception, and sometimes I will roll passive perception for you. Okay. And you may or may not notice different clues, or what you think to be clues. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And sometimes you might see things like inanimate objects shaking, <laughs> which might be a clue that Mycroft is about. Oh, okay. I got you. All right. Oh, wait. The bathroom's this direction. <laughs> and I go to the bathroom. All right. Well, Sherlock is at the front door, uh, kind of, as far as you guys can tell, looking at a barrel. What would you like to do? Talk to Alana more? Talk to Scar? Ditch him? I'm going to give Alana... I'm just going to leave the sheet music on the table that uh, I, I wrote for her. It's a song called uh, You Oughta Drow by Alana Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a much better songwriter than I am performer. All right, roll your performance. 19. So she looks at it, and she lifts her eyebrow, and she's like, not bad. Maybe I'll play it sometime and get back to you. See All right. what the audience thinks. Nice. If you're going to be around here for a while. But if you want to get some really good sheet music, 
you should definitely go to the Capital Island, mm. which is Dar Alakmar. Like Capital Records, but an island. <laughs> <laughs> so she pointed out that the Lunar Temple was on that crater island. That island is called Mabe Alakmar. So M-A-E-B-L-A-K-M-A-A-R. And she says that the Capital Island, which is the slightly larger island to the southwest of the Slash, that island is called Dar Alakmar. And that is where you'll find most of the drow, and they have a fairly large uh, city on that island. With that said, they don't take kindly to strangers. They prefer for most of the uh, newcomers to the Misty Isles to kind of keep to Seladius or the other island, which is less inhabited, and they don't really care what goes on the other island. But on their island, they really are very suspect of new people unless they come with recommendations from basically well-known citizens on Solidius. Oh, don't worry. We're not racist. We have a draft friend. So <laughs> we're, we're totally good. So she says that the other island, which is less inhabited, or less inhabited by humanoid settlements, is Dar Zalambog, which is D-A-R-Z-A-L-A-M-B-O-G. And she also mentions that Dar Alakmar is sometimes called the Blue Island, and Dar Zalambog is sometimes called the Black Island. Hmm. Black, and, black and blue like the dragons? Of course. Mm. It all makes sense now. Mm. I know where Azir's sister is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should probably get a room to rest, right, for the night? What? Do we have time to rest? Like there, There's like normal day-night cycles, right? Yeah. But don't we have one more night before we disappear for 50 years and I don't see my wife and kid again? I got nothing to go back to. Hydriana's <laughs> looking for me somewhere. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Uh, I don't think I, I can afford to stay here. Well, we need at least well, a short rest because I'm half health right now. Alana points out, she says, look, you stay a couple cycles, you can probably get back to your loved ones. You stay three, four cycles, things might get iffy. It's not a linear time uh, progression. Nah, no, I'll just go home. <laughs> All right. And so we're now down to three members of the party. <laughs> so do you want to swim home? Uh, I'll just take the boat that these guys came on and just... And row home? Row. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because you came in a sail... Can't you fly? Sailing vessel? <laughs> I can only fly a couple hundred feet before I fall in the ocean and die. Yeah. Uh, yeah so you want to ask her more questions about the area? Who are we you talking wanna to? You want to get her a room? You're still talking... They're oh, talking okay. to Atlanta. Okay. She, she gave them more lore about the, the islands. Wait, Sherlock just got back from the bathroom. What's the what's the plan? What's the best way to get between aisles? Uh, well, if you have a boat, you can take your boat. So I'll explain this later when you guys actually travel, but that grid is roughly... Um, so if you have like a rowboat, one block on that grid is roughly two hours of travel. And if you have a sailboat or a swift boat that is ro- being rowed by other people, so kind of like a Viking longboat with, with rowers that you might be able to hire out. So if you have something like that, it's roughly one hour of travel per grid. Same thing for a sailing vessel if the wind is blowing. We passed a port as we came in, the lights were off. Is that guy still home? Oh, you mean porters, transport and porting? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he he closes shop around this time, but he'll be open in the morning if you want to hire him out. He uh, basically charges by the hour, and so he'll he'll point out like roughly how long it takes to travel to different points. But he charges roughly ten gold pieces an hour. I mean, is that a good price, or are there plenty of day laborers around here? Uh, it's the only price. Oh. So unless you can buy a boat outright and and travel yourself, 
then then um, you're gonna have to pay him or you can try swimming are there any shops in town if we need any potions or anything like that yeah there's a Jim Jam's everything store <laughs> so if you, if you want to go see Jim Jam he might still be open yeah Jim Jam's has uh, well everything you need do they have Slim Jim's Jim Jam's uh, if you need Slim that Jim <laughs> then you'll probably have it so thank you <laughs> should we rest no, we don't have time. Hmm? We don't have time. Well, he was saying that we can do a number of cycles. Then it's up to Alfred. But you can just short rest as well while you're just here. But we we need to wait till uh, the guy's emporium is open, anyways. Right. She said he might sure. still be open. No, it's, the uh, ship guy. Yeah. Oh, or, or the ship guy. Yeah. yeah. So maybe then, do you want to see if we can stock up and then go to sleep and then go to the ship guy in the morning? Sure. Kind of, kind of want to play one more song for these guys. <laughs> oh, cool! No one on the stage, stage right now. is open. If I just ran up there, so this is an open mic thing you got going on here. <laughs> also, question: How much gold do you guys have? Because I do not have much. One ten. I spent a lot of money on this on these gold stakeums. So, so you have wait, you have one hundred and ten? Yeah, I have how ten much? silver pieces. One seventy one. Oh, how do you guys have so much? Oh, because I, I, I bought the I armor. I gave away a bunch. I have like ten. Like okay, so we can afford traveling. I was gonna say I'm like, what? I'm gonna have to do six months of jobs. Yes. Sure oh, you both. Okay. Um, yeah, let's go to. Uh, we thank Alana for all the wonderful information. I gave a chin up to Scar and uh, compliment <laughs> his attire. And then we go to the Emporium. No, uh, Jim Jams. I'm going to hop on stage and play a song. We leave Alfred behind. No, I'm going to hop on and go, this one goes out to, to my man in the back. This is Flock of Seagulls. I ran so scar away. And then I start <laughs> playing. And I'm going to imbue this with Song of Rest. So anyone who hears me who doesn't have hit points will regain an extra 1d6 hit points. Who's just like listening if they're just like resting. <laughs> so I'm hoping people also have a good time and literally feel better. And hopefully that tricks them into thinking it's a really good song until <laughs> someone drags me off, off the stage. They don't know that that's happening to them? No, it's not an actual spell. It's a passive ability, Song of Rest. Okay, so performance check? Oh, uh, still a 21. It was about to be a 20. Yeah. 21? They like it. You hear some mumblings of Duke Argentum. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you, you, don't, you, you can't, like, you're performing. You, you just roll the 21. No, so you, I you're, stopped dead. What was that? <laughs> so so you, you actually stop when you hear? No, no, mumbling. no. Okay. So, <laughs> so, I mean, because you're performing and they're in the audience, you don't know if they're saying favorable things <laughs> about you and Duke Argentum, but they are saying something about Duke Argentum. You I hear that? I meet this guy. And, uh, but for the most part, you can tell, like, people... People like what you're playing, and you kind of you see Alana talking to Scar and like whispering over to him, and then she, you catch her eye, and she kind of lifts her drink to you. Nice, and, and then so I show she, her the wedding ring on my finger, <laughs> <laughs> and she she kind of smirks and like she does like a, a she waves you off and like nope nope not interested. Nice, and since it was a good performance, I get free lodging. Uh, yeah, so yes. she'll she'll give you guys free and lodging. food of yes. modest standards. My steakums are gonna be comp tomorrow. <laughs> Your breakfast is steak. You'll get gold leaf oatmeal <laughs> for breakfast. Um, so you guys want to uh, keep hanging out, or uh, did you want to go to uh, the store? Jim Jams. Jim Jams. Jim Jams. Yeah. 
I will meet them there if they leave before my song's done. All right. So you knock on Jim Jam's door. <laughs> and uh, no, this is a very long song. You can like, see like he is definitely ready for bed. He's got like literally a nightcap on and, and just like a, a long uh, dressing gown. He's like, uh, yeah, can I help you guys? Oh, you're still open? All right. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, you got some money. I'll, I'll let you spend it. Welcome to Jim Jam's Everything Store. I'm, a, I'm in my jammies uh, about Jim to go Jim to Jam. bed. <laughs> But uh, I'll show you some of my partial stock. That's mainly because Josiah accidentally deleted the entire oh, no. list of his full stock. But I'll show you part of my stock if, if you're interested. Is he hitting on me? He's going to show me his partial stock. <laughs> hey, hey. Yes. Genitalia falling out of clothes is no joke. <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen this season? No, that was okay. season. It happened every other episode. Uh, yeah, so he just, just can't po- contain it. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so he points out, he says, uh, yeah, I got some stuff over here. The rest I already locked up. We got some crossbow stuff. Oh. We got some uh, quarterstaff stuff. We oh. got some shields. We got some uh, robes. Uh, what do you guys want? What's your crossbow stuff? Uh, I got crossbow plus one. I got crossbow bolts. I got crossbow bolts plus one. I got uh, silver crossbow bolts. I got uh, hand crossbows. I got hand crossbow of woot woot. I got uh, hand crossbow plus one. Uh, I'm still waiting on the hand crossbow plus one woot woot. I got, uh, yeah, that's the that's the crossbow stuff. What is that? What is that? Hand crossbow woot woot? Yes. You don't know what the hand crossbow of woot woot is? No. Where are you from? Scandrode. Uh, the farming village. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess they don't got the woot woots out there yet. <laughs> so he, he explains that a hand crossbow of woot woot is what other adventurers might call a hand crossbow of warning. This magical weapon warns you of danger while the weapon is on your person. You have advantage to initiative rolls. In addition, any of your companions within 30 feet can't be surprised except when incapacitated by something other than non-magical sleep. The weapon magically wakens you and your companions within range if any of you are sleeping naturally when combat begins. So, so you have right here. Yeah. That's, that's what that is. That's you scimitar. still have that, right? Yeah. Okay. That's I, I hope that... Uh, uh, woo, woo. Unless you wanted to sell the scimitar because you don't ever use it, right? It's just the warning. No, thing. no, I do use it now because I have the shield. Okay. Yeah. How right. much is the hand the the regular crossbow plus one? Oh, it has to be hand crossbow, I think, right? Hand crossbow plus one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be uh, what, uh, like two seventy five gold pieces. I have ten. Ten silver. You woke me up for ten silver pieces. Right. But I can trade you this and then show him the troll fist hammer. <laughs> troll fist. I thought you already sold that. Oh no, no, sorry. No. Nope. I recently found out what it did. Yeah, <laughs> Troll fist hammer for uh, for what again? The hand crossbow plus one. Of oh, come on. I don't know what this troll fist hammer is. Do you speak troll? Fish? I, no, I think it's giant. <laughs> Do you speak giant? This, no. You know, goblin. <laughs> you speak goblin? It's, it's, it's one of them. Um, so. He says, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to do an assessment on this thing and, and tune it, and blah, blah, blah. I got, I got, I'm not doing that tonight. I got something good for you, though. I got these tchotchkes. The tchotchkes. 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 Thrycreen tchotchkes? Very rare. Very rare. Very rare. <laughs> yes. Thrycreen. Of the Thrycreen. <laughs> All the way from Thrycreen country. Yeah, I haven't seen a Thrycreen in, uh, wow, who knows how long, because I don't understand the calendar here. Even, <laughs> see, even rarer, and I got three of them that I've been holding on for a long time. Uh, yeah, I might, uh, I might give you 20 gold piece per, but, uh... And that, a crossbow? 
that, <laughs> that doesn't cover the crossbow. Sherlock, why don't you trade your cross hand crossbow plus two, wink wink, for his crossbow plus one? You know that hand crossbow we have that does plus two damage? I, I don't know what you're saying. I don't have a hand crossbow. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh. <laughs> I interrupt them by throwing the uh, screaming throwing star across the room. <laughs> <laughs> can you talk to me about those quarterstaffs, please? Uh, yeah, yeah, quarterstaff. I can see you're like a monk guy, right? I am like a monk guy. <laughs> All right, yeah. We got quarterstaff plus one. Uh. We got quarterstaff of C-dub. We got quarterstaff of Woot Woot. What is C-dub? Uh, C-dub, that's the quarterstaff of Cure Wounds. It's, uh, it's basically a quarterstaff that lets you cast Cure Wounds. Uh, it's got five charges, and every day it replenishes 1d4 charges. And if you use all the charges... Uh, it blows up. There's a uh, 5%, 5% chance that it might throw. Uh, uh, is that, so is that a full action to cast that? Yeah, it's it's an action. Okay. I'm a little disappointed. I thought it was going to be a quarterstaff that gives you CW shows on demand. <laughs> uh, how much for that quarterstaff plus one? Quarterstaff plus one, that would be 488 gold pieces. Jeez. That's my starting price. 488 Four, Who has sleight of hand? I just, just, yeah. If we pull our tickets together, we can get something really cool. On the top I do show. have these thieving gloves for one gold. Piece. <laughs> <laughs> you anything like for a kid? Maybe a kid would want to play with just like some fun knick- knickknacks. Maybe I could have. Maybe like a junk drawer I can just like rummage through. I know what you need. I got Artsy's very own robe of useful items. Have you ever Go seen on. a robe of useful <laughs> items? No, I've got this cool thing though. And I reach into my fanny pack, and I pull out a flint and steel that... Oh, so I take out some flint and steel, and knock it together, and it creates this blue flame. Then I snuff it, then do it again, it makes this red flame. Doing like this like light show, and then I put on my fingers, I'm doing this like cool... These sweet night things. Jim Jam starts laughing like he's like a little kid, like he's exuberantly enjoying the show. He's like, hey, that's pretty good. Pretty cool, right? It's pretty cool, yeah. So does it do stuff like that? It does stuff actually more useful than that, but that was pretty cool. He says... Artsy's robe of useful item is basically a robe of useful items, but as you might have guessed, made by Artsy herself. It basically has 12 patches on it, and these are hand-stitched. And apparently Artsy is utter rubbish at hand-stitching, because you can't tell what the fuck these patches are supposed to be. (laughs) But he explains to you that when you pull off any of these patches, that patch becomes an item. Yeah, I've, I've heard of this. How many patches are there? There are 12 patches oh, of wow. indecipherable oh, design. Man. I promise I'm going to just buy stuff for my kid, but I do want this. Does it come in a child size? <laughs> child size? It, uh, I guess you could hem it. How much Most of this robe? patches are near the shoulders. Also, can I wear a robe and a cape, or is that like... After Labor Day, you're not supposed to do that. Actually, it's funny because it's it's called the robe of unusual items, but the picture is actually like yeah. No, yeah, I've I've seen the photo. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. I'll just change this to the cape. Wait, so I'll I'll, I'll have two capes now. Yeah, you can choose which cape to wear. Oh no, I definitely I definitely couldn't give up this sweet cape. As I kind of wave the cape of the Montevanc, and you smell like the brimstone on it. If he knows oh, what yeah. that means. Is it, oh, is that a cape of the Montevanc? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that? I'll trade you straight up. No, no, absolutely not. 
He points out, like, need I remind you that this is an artsy original? I know. And you see, like, this this really terrible (laughs) cursive artsy uh, um, stitching stitching, uh, signature, like, on on the uh, hem of it. Uh, this this cape has gotten me out of so many problems. I I, I couldn't dare take this uh, novelty he, he, cape in exchange. He for just my... he just like puts his fingers to your lips and says, shh, 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 and he opens up the, the the cape, and you see that the inside is lined with what could be rhinestones. He just flashes you, <laughs> <laughs> rhinestone jacket. It, the inside is rhinestones. So like I can wear it inside out. You could wear it as a reversible. <laughs> All the patches would be inside, but yeah. You could reverse it so you'd see some bedazzlement yeah, on the you outside. Know, I, I appreciate this. I don't think I can actually uh, go through this trade. How much right. could I buy that thing for straight up? Uh, 150. Uh, 150. No, I don't have that much wow, money. I gave too much to uh, my wife in of case course. I never came back. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got for you guys right now. Um, well, like I said, I got a shield. But uh, I got more stuff on order. And uh, when I open up my store tomorrow, you're welcome to come by. I have a lot of things I could sell. Can I get prices for those things? What are those things? I have scrolls that do frostbite, thunderclap, and fog cloud. I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> what is a gun? I have six portraits. Very well done. Very tasteful. No, I, thought you, I thought you got rid of those. I did not. Paul, okay, I think... the original? I think... They didn't burn I, up? Alfred did. You... All right, I'll, I'll give you 30 They're, gold for, for each scroll. Hmm. What about this brass orb? Brass orb. Uh, yeah, it's brass. <laughs> do you it's have not, brass here in the Misty gold. Isles? It's not. Do you have brass here in the silver. Misty Isles? It's not platinum. Have you guys it's figured brass. out brass yet? Yeah. No. Yeah. Have you figured? We've out been done that. All right. Never mind. Age of Empires. They've upgraded to yeah. the brass age. <laughs> yeah. So you guys gonna buy anything, or did you just wake me up to see me in my jammies? How good much for your jammies, good sir? What's that? How much for your jammies? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he chuckles and he says, "I don't know you well enough for my jammies." What's the shield? The shield? It's right now. It's just a shield because no, right I now. lost my <laughs> list. <laughs> you can check check back later. Actually, give do me you a have a uh, no no a no. holy symbol? But Is there I a church we could rob that. here? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to figure out something clever to figure out where my holy symbol is gonna come from or how that's gonna work. He's got a shield plus one. And a shield of. I hope it's that guy from that. Uh, woo woo! Yeah. You supposed to be up <laughs> cooking breakfast. It's only in the morning. <laughs> He's got a shield of missile, missile attraction. That sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been fired up and no one can hit you? <laughs> You're a shield of missile attraction. <laughs> They'll never miss again. <laughs> He's got a shield of plus one. He's got a shield of farsight. He's got a shield of missile attraction and a shield. Oh, and a brooch of shielding. What's the cheapest shield you got? How much? It's called shield. <laughs> and it is, for you, good sir, 10 gold pieces. What about shield plus one? Shield plus one is 297 what? gold pieces. Why is mine so expensive? Well, 290 is not that far. From, well, 488. <laughs> well, this place is too rich for my blood. Uh, yeah, if you guys just woke me up to um, do some window shopping, I will politely shut this door in your face and go to bed. Come back when you have more money. Okay. So ends the shopping at Jim Jam's everything store. But you do know that he has some awesome shit if you want to save your monies. Cool. As you're leaving the store, you see a gnome and a dragonborn across the street. Don't give up yet. Last time. Roll the hit. 
Yeah, Thaddeus, how'd you get to the Misty Isles? That's crazy. Um, you feel like a shiver go down you, and you're looking at it, and you kind of vaguely remember this, but uh, but there's kind of like a fog over you. You don't exactly know what's going on. Yeah, we have to take a, a boat. We're finding someone who's going to give us passage there. Yeah, he, he he's he's saying he's giving you the keys to his boat. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> boat party. <laughs> By people who know just to let the die.